Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. We're right at the end of 2022, aren't we? And, and had we started this time last year and wondered what the next year was going to bring, we'd have been wrong in almost every respect. Because 2022 has in many ways been a year of bad news. And uh, here are some of the headlines that we might have seen across the, uh, the last year. Let's have a look at the next one, Jim. War in Ukraine. Last Christmas, we had no idea. But in February 2022, there was a horrible war started in the nation of Ukraine. And uh, another headline... Here we are. And as a result of that, we have seen across the world a, an energy crisis. Bad news. Energy has become more expensive for, for many, many people. What else has happened this year? We've seen record inflation. Yeah, we're all beginning to feel the pinch a bit, aren't we? We're all noticing every time they go to the shops, it's a little bit more expensive. And uh, it's uncomfortable for us. And, uh, and more recently, lots of strikes. And you can see all these problems kind of come from one to the other, don't they? It's a bit of a, bit of a snowball effect. But people are out on strike at the moment. And the journey you wanted to take isn't happening now because people are on strike. And it, it might be the ambulance you need or the doctor you need or, or the, the letter that needs to get somewhere isn't going to happen because people are on strike. And it, th these bad news events have affected every single one of us, haven't they? These big national national events, I'm being heckled by my watch. <laughs> Comes to something, doesn't it, when your Apple Watch heckles you, anyway. But maybe closer to home, we've had things as well which have been bad news events for us. Maybe, maybe there's been redundancy or, or the threat of redundancy. Maybe there's particular grief or loss. Maybe there's relationship breakdown that's affecting us. Maybe there are financial pressures all of these things were all affected. And um, yeah, every single one of us has received bad news, whether national or very personal, over the last year. So is everyone feeling, you know, they've got the Christmas tingle now? Have I... <laughs> Happy Christmas! <laughs> if you were to look through my email inbox over the last 12 months, you would assume that I have had a year of good news. Yet maybe even sometimes great news. Let me, let me show you what I mean. So uh, next slide, Jim. Good news! Yay. We have your parcel. <laughs> you do know that, don't you? When those guys have got your parcel, it sounds a bit more like a, like a ransom note, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We've got your parcel. Yeah. But good news, we've got your parcel. What else might I find in my inbox? Hey, good news. Buy two, get one free on all T-shirts. Okay. What other good news have I had? Good news, you've been selected to apply for a credit card. <laughs> what else good news? Ah, oh, good, this is my favourite. I, I love these emails I get. I do get a few of these each year. Good news, 10% off airport parking in November. And you think to yourself, hey, I've saved 14 quid. I should go on holiday. <laughs> but you know, those things that we are told are good news, 
they're, they're probably not really good news, and often it's not even news at all. <laughs> but good news is only good news if you need the thing that's being offered to you. Good news is not good news if you can get an extra T-shirt when you spend 40 quid to start with. Good news isn't that, hey, you can have a credit card and you can borrow some money and get into debt. That's got not good news either. Good news is only good news if the news is something that we need. The account of the birth of Jesus starts with good news. The Christmas story is a story of good news. I want to read this morning from Luke chapter 2. And it's an account of the shepherds. And we'll be familiar with this. But let me read it out loud. And then we're going to talk a little bit about this good news of Christmas time. Luke chapter 2. I'm starting at verse 8. And it says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly... An angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognise him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. So there it is, Luke chapter 2, the Christmas story. And it is good news to all people. I don't know whether you've ever thought about this, but you and I are mentioned in the Christmas story. If you are a person this morning and I believe we all are, then we're all mentioned in the Christmas story because the Christmas story, the birth of Jesus, is good news to all people. And it's really interesting, isn't it? Because that good news came to shepherds. It didn't come to the king. It didn't come to those in power, in authority. In that day, probably the Roman authorities. It was ordinary shepherds doing an ordinary job in an ordinary place. You know, I wonder whether if this news was coming today, if the birth of Jesus was being announced today, it wouldn't be coming to the king, King Charles. It it wouldn't be coming to the prime minister. I wonder instead whether it might be coming to people like this. I wonder if it might be coming to the bin crew. I wonder if it might be coming to 
the Health and Safety Committee. Ordinary people doing an ordinary job. I wonder if it might come to the pothole repair team. Ordinary people doing ordinary job. It could even come to, here it is, it's Brian and Shirley Shepherd, and they're sitting watching Netflix by night. All seated on the ground. <laughs> the news comes to ordinary people doing ordinary things in ordinary places. And we said earlier that things that call themselves good news are only good news if the thing is something you need. And the angel in the account of Christmas said that he had good news for all people. So, so what is this good news? And why is it good news for all people? Well, let me start with the bad news. This is the bad news. It's this. Whilst God loves us all very much and created us to be in relationship with him, each of us are, when we're born, separated from him by our own natural greed, by our own selfishness, by our own pride. And you know, it's a pride which just comes naturally to us. It's a pride which says, I don't need God, and I don't need a relationship with God. And my life is just fine doing whatever feels good to me. And we might not actually articulate it like that ourselves, but if we think about our own lives as they, as they have been, we can trace our natural behaviours back to that very thing. It's a pride which says, I don't need God. And it's a pride which actually says, I'm God. I'm going to do what I like. We call this condition sin. And it's offensive to God. And you know, even if we were to try really, really hard, and we can try really, really hard, we still do things that we know aren't always good and aren't always kind, and aren't always smart. You know, sometimes we do things that we know full well are bad or evil, and at least plain stupid. And we can't fix this problem by ourselves. We can't save ourselves from our natural sinful state, which only brings everlasting separation from God. And it's everyone's problem. It affects all people. And that's why the message that the angel brought on that morning is good news to all people. The message the angel brought was this, there's a saviour born. God has sent a saviour, his son Jesus. Because God knew that left to our own devices, even trying the best we could, we can't save ourselves. And God loves every single one of us so much that he did himself all that is needed to restore our separation from him. He sent a saviour. And the saviour's name is Jesus. And you know, this good news has been told and retold millions and millions of times over the last 2,000 and something years. And it's being retold this morning. I wanted to share some words of a carol that we sang earlier. 
this morning. And it's a carol that's well known to us. It's written um, mainly by a man called Charles Wesley. And it's called Hark the Herald Angels Sing. These are the words. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. And you've probably sung this every year of your life since you could read. (laughs) But sometimes words are so over-familiar, aren't they? That we don't think about or sometimes don't even understand what we're singing, and particularly when the words that are being used are not words which we commonly use today. I don't know when I've last told my children to hark. (laughs) Hark, your father is speaking. Never done it. So it's worth worth just working out what's going on here. And, And this is the message of the carol. Hark, which is a pay attention. Listen to this. Listen to what? Listen to the herald. A herald. Do we have heralds today? Well, in the old days, a herald was a person who went from place to place declaring royal news. So this carol is saying, listen, there's something being said today by the herald that has tremendous significance. Back in September, we saw a little bit of this on, uh, in our newspapers and on the television screen. We saw some heralds Okay, because for the first time in 70 years, there'd been the proclamation of a new king in this country. And um, besides having fantastic headgear, which they all did, the the herald's job uh, is to make an announcement in every major town in the country that there is a new king. And of course, this goes back to a time before the internet. I don't know if you're kind of under 20 whether you can even imagine a time there was no internet, but I promise you there was. We would just grunt at each other in those days. But pre-internet, pre, pre any kind of communication, the herald would go from town to town announcing the, the new king. And that's exactly what happened in September when King Charles III became our king. And there was an announcement in Market Harborough Someone came in a big hat and read out, we have a new king, it's King Charles. And uh, that is the job of the herald. Well, this angel that we're talking about in the Christmas account had a message of great importance. He was the herald. He said, there's a saviour. People can now know peace and no more separation from God. It is God and sinners reconciled. And this is the very simple news that I want to announce again this morning. (laughs) Listen. Hark. Pay attention to this. Here is a message for everyone. There's a saviour. His name is Jesus. And knowing him is only good news. The carol, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, finishes with an invitation And it goes like this. Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace. Hail the Son of Righteousness. Light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. It's an invitation. It's an invitation to hail the King. Also described as the Prince of Peace. Described as the one whose righteousness is so bright and so burning and so dazzling, it's likened to the sun. And this is the righteousness that Jesus gives to everyone 
who follows him. And if you and I are followers of Jesus today, we are wearing the dazzling righteousness of Jesus. Light and life to all he brings. And you know, many people have responded to this good news over the years by saying, Jesus, you're my saviour. I'm sorry for the things that I've messed up in the past. I'm sorry for the way I've lived my life has, has not been God's best for me. And there's been a turning around and saying, but now I'm going to follow you. But the condition of the human heart isn't like that naturally. And I don't know whether you saw a little bit of this earlier in the year when King Charles was, acc- was acclaimed as our new king, wasn't he? And then he went on this little tour around the country, went to lots of different places. He went to each, uh, each nation within the United Kingdom and to other, other places as well. And there were lots of cheering crowds. And almost everywhere you went, there was a bloke like this. Did you, did you, do you remember seeing these pictures? And um, someone in the crowd, Charles turns up, not my king. Not my king. And that was their response to having a new earthly king. You know, perhaps people who are Republicans don't want a monarchy. That's another issue for another day. But in every crowd, not my king. This is the natural response of the human heart to King Jesus. Maybe today, as we're being reminded of this good news of free and full salvation for all. No more separation from God. There's a saviour, it's Jesus, and you're saying, yeah, not my king. Maybe even you gather with us, or as part of a different church week by week, and as people are worshipping, or as people are exalting the name of Jesus, you're thinking, yeah, not my king. And this is how we are as human beings in the natural. But there is a king. (laughs) There is a king and his name is Jesus. And the invitation is for each of us today to be men and women and boys and girls in the crowd as the king is acclaimed. Go, yes, Jesus. He's my king. Maybe there are some here this morning who have not yet bowed the knee to King Jesus. (coughs) Maybe there are some here this morning who are, every time the name of Jesus is mentioned, there's a, but he's not my king. There's an invitation today to bow the knee before King Jesus. You know, we're told that one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. The Bible says that at the end of time, as we know it, there's going to be this moment and Jesus will be revealed again to the earth. And whether we follow Jesus or not, there'll be a moment where we're all going, Don't let 
the first day we do that be the last day we do that. Let's be men and women and boys and girls who this Christmas time can confidently proclaim that Jesus is our King, that we'll know his peace deep within us, that in a world that is full of bad news, and let me just tell you, Christmas isn't the cut-off point when the news starts getting better again. The news will roll and the news will roll. But the peace that living a life following Jesus brings helps us keep our heads high at a time when the news of the world goes from one thing to another. So I'd like to pray this morning. And I wonder whether we could just stand together. And Father, we thank you that Christmas time brings a message which is only good news and it is for all people. I want to thank you, my Father, that, that you have already called millions and millions and millions of people to you who have responded to this good news and said, Jesus, you are my King. I'm going to turn from my old way of living. I'm going to turn to you and I'm going to do my very best to follow you. And we thank you that as we follow Jesus, that Holy Spirit, you come alongside us. You help us in the difficulties of life. You you lift our heads to our Heavenly Father and you keep our eyes off ourselves. I want to pray that for each family here, that we know the peace, the joy, the fellowship of a heavenly father with us this Christmas time. That we are able to celebrate real and lasting good news together. We pray this in Jesus' wonderful, almighty name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching 